You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Explore a wide selection of luxury spirits, wine, and champagne at ReserveBar.com. Elevate your gifting this year with rare and exceptional bourbons, tequilas, scotch, wine, champagne, with personalized engraving, exceptional glassware, and more. From wines to whiskeys, there's a bottle for everyone. For a limited time, save $20 on your order of $150 plus with the code IHEART at ReserveBar.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jason McIntyre. We are coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you got to do is call 1-888-FARMERS. Get a quote. Today, we are farmers. Hope everybody's weekend is off to a hot start. It is our first footballless weekend in my gosh, I think five months, uh, September, early September, no preseason back in August, but it, it, it feels awkward. You know, the wife came to me on, I don't know, I guess it was Wednesday and she was like, hey, I was in the middle of doing something. Hey, uh, you know, there's no football Sunday, so we're going to do this, that, the other. And I was like, whoa, 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 slow your roll. Okay, just because there's no football doesn't mean I'm going to all of a sudden be jam-packed with a schedule. Let's take it easy a little bit, you know, and you know how the back and forth is. You got to make some concessions. This was not one that I had to go to the mattresses on battling the wife for 10 rounds over what to do on the first football of Sunday. But um, 
Actually, it's, we're not going to open the show yet with football, just because um, I'm sure you guys saw the news on, uh, what was it, yesterday, <laughs> Friday, um, the passing of a college basketball legend, John Chaney. I just wanted to uh, give it two quick minutes here. Um, here's how you know you're getting old, okay? In the last six months, two titans, I'm talking two big-time legends from college basketball, that I watched as a little kid, a young guy, John Thompson, Georgetown, and John Chaney Temple have passed away. And you guys know I grew up outside of D.C., and the first real team I got into was the Georgetown Hoyas, and I'm talking like I was like a little, little guy and barely can remember, but all I know is like Georgetown was like a buzzy name and like my parents and my buddy's parents would like get together to watch Georgetown in the NCAA tournament. And like, you know, we didn't, we would kick the soccer ball around and watch for a couple minutes. And um, it was just like a cool thing. And I gravitated toward Georgetown. And then I loved John Chaney. And here's why. You send your kids out there pushing and shoving. The guys did a hell of a job. You had the best officiating you could ever get here. And for you to ride them, I want to be a part of that. I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that. You got to the guy. Shut up, guy. You got to get the guy. You remember that. When I see you, I'm going to kick your ass. Kick your ass. You got a good team, and you don't need that edge. That's why I was telling my kids to knock your f***ing kid in the mouth. Stand in there pushing in the game. Ah, John Chaney, the legend. I'm sure you guys remember that. John Chaney versus John Calipari, 1994. Um... The other thing I love about Cheney, besides his refusal to back down from anyone, I I went down some some deep rabbit holes on the internet reading about John Cheney and you know his tough upbringing, never knew his real father, um, it, you know had some had a really tough upbringing as a young guy, and it kind of hardened him. And the cool thing about John Cheney was he really really got after it defensively, and I don't think I'll ever forget. As a young guy, as a basketball player, I thought I was awesome, right? And I was not awesome. I wanted to be a point guard. I didn't have the handle, okay? You have to get in where you can fit in. And John Chaney preached defense. And my goodness, that was where I could lock in and make some, find some added value to the team, play a lot of defense. And then, of course, you know, you work in the jump shot. But, like, I just love John Chaney's Temple Owl teams. Never won a title. Had a couple really good runs to the Elite Eight. Got bounced by Duke and then eventually by the Michigan Fab Five. But I just wanted to pay a little respect to John Chaney and, you know, my college basketball roots. I I go down some really deep uh, wormholes on the internet when it comes to college hoops in the late 80s and early 90s, mid-90s too. I I don't think college basketball's ever had a better era, but I just wanted to give that a quick shout-out before we get to the real biggest story in sports this weekend. And that, of course, is... How many teams are calling about Deshaun Watson? And there seems to be, for for an odd reason that I don't totally understand, some disagreement as to how many teams are calling the Houston Texans about Deshaun Watson. And I think the answer's a lot easier than everybody's trying to make it out to be. Because if you, you know, there's 32 NFL teams. You remove the Texans who have Deshaun Watson, 31. 
I have 25 teams calling about Deshaun Watson. Some people are now, oh, 20, 15, half the league. Well, I mean, listen, you could do process of elimination after 25. Does Deshaun Watson want to go to X, Y, or Z? And the probably answer is probably no. There's some teams he's going to refuse to trade to. But I'll tell you this. The only teams I'm absolutely ruling out, Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, they have Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the league, period. After that, I'm telling you right now, if you are Jacksonville, you are not trading for Deshaun Watson. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You have a rookie quarterback coming in, Trevor Lawrence, on a rookie deal. We've, I mean, we've hammered this home for years now on the show, guys. The best, quickest way to build a Super Bowl contender is through a quarterback on the rookie deal. He's the best bargain in sports. That's what Trevor Lawrence will be. And you can add to that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Yes, the Cincinnati Bengals are not in the business of going after Deshaun Watson. Because Joe Burrow's on the rookie deal making peanuts, and you can build a defense, you can get the offensive line. The Bengals are not trading for Watson. Nor are Gavin's Chargers. You're not giving up Justin Herbert. I'm sorry. You're just not doing that. Justin Herbert is a great talent. I love Deshaun Watson a lot. Guess what? With Justin Herbert, you can go out and pay uh, anybody you want to add to that defense. We know that they're going to have a defensive bent, given Brandon Staley taking over as the head coach. And you know what? Um, They got some receivers. Uh, Can they afford to Hunter Henry? Well, certainly not if Deshaun Watson comes on board. So, yeah, I don't think the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Jags are making a move on Deshaun Watson. And I definitely 100% add the Kansas City Chiefs. And then it becomes, well, okay, where do we go from here if you're the Saints? Well, the fact of the matter is the New Orleans Saints cannot afford Deshaun Watson. They are into salary cap hell. The breakdowns have been coming for weeks. It ain't happening. It's just not. The Saints cannot bring in Deshaun Watson. There's no feasible way. Now, an interesting team that keeps popping up is another Los Angeles team, the L.A. Rams. And I got to be honest, you know when your teacher in, in school would say, hey, you got the right answer, but I need you to show your work. Okay? Show me your work on how the hell the Rams with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Jared Goff I think all over $25 million cap hits a year. How the hell can they afford to bring in Watson? And the answer is, I haven't seen anybody show their work. And don't tell me, oh, you just trade Jared Goff. Actually, no, Jared Goff's deal has a ton of dead money. You can't cut him. Who says that the Houston Texans want Jared Goff? The Texans themselves are in a salary cap uh, disaster of a situation. So, like, what are they doing bringing in Jared Goff? Like, that's fun to talk about. And this is where it gets down to the nuts and bolts. And a lot of people, Gavin, are going to disagree with this. But, oh, you don't want the NBA stuff happening in the NFL where the stars are changing teams and dictating things. Uh, It certainly doesn't hurt. It certainly is fun to mention, excuse me, Deshaun Watson could go to 23 teams. Matt Stafford could go to 10 teams. Like, that's fun. Why do you think the NBA really popped big time in the last decade? Yeah, it had a lot to do with Steph Curry and the Warriors' uh, resurgence. It had a lot to do with LeBron changing teams. But it also kind of had to do with Kyrie Irving switching teams, Jimmy Butler switching teams, Kevin Durant switching teams, James Harden. Like, go down the list. Every star in the league 
outside of Steph Curry, has basically changed teams over the last 10 years. I mean, yeah, you could say Damian Lillard has not. Bradley Beal, for now, has not. But is he a big-time star? Guy hasn't been to the conference finals. Uh, Obviously, Giannis and Luka are too young. Donovan Mitchell, uh, you know, he's a star, but I I don't know that he's like a top-five guy. But I'm telling you, man, any star in the NBA has changed teams, and I think the NFL needs to embrace that. We could be looking at six more weeks of Deshaun Watson trade rumors. That's awesome. Speculation is fun. It means you're talked about on the TV shows, on radio, on podcasts, on the internet, social media. Like, that is really good for your sport. And think who we're talking about. The Houston Texans. They're not a, they're not a big, big-time franchise. What do they want? Nothing. And the, the real beauty is you're working every team in the league. Now, some teams may not be in on Watson. For instance, it's going to be, uh, I think, a tough sell for, say, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Would they use Watson? Of course they would use Watson. But financially, it becomes difficult with the Big Ben situation, which I think is an entire new topic together. As I'm sure you saw, Ben Roethlisberger has said, hey, hey, I- I'll, uh, I'll adjust my contract, guys. And I think the Pittsburgh front office is looking around like, we didn't ask you to do that. And then you look at his contract and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> adjust the contract. Can we get this guy out of here? And then go look at the end of Ben Roethlisberger's season. He was terrible down the stretch. Final six games, nine interceptions. Like it ended very badly for Big Ben. And I know you could say, hey, Jay, go look at that Cleveland game. Come on, some of those are bouncing off helmets. Okay, fine. They were bouncing off helmets. They're picks. Ben did not play well in that Buffalo game. In that Cincinnati game, four picks. I don't care about the 500 yards. You could throw for a million when you're down 28 nothing. But the fact of the matter is right now, like, a lot of teams in the mix for Watson. A lot of teams should be in the mix for Matt Stafford. I'm going to go to one other team. We just saw them play last week. They've got the MVP of the league. And what do you do if you're the Packers? I don't think you can say no to moving on from Rodgers, right? But you got Jordan Love, too. What what are you doing? Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a little ornery. He's 37. He's always kind of popping off. He's not a fan of our our Jordan Love move. I don't know how the Packers could bring in Watson. But, yeah, they they should. They should bring in their cap guy and explore it. And I'm going to end this segment with what I think the Jets' pitch to Deshaun Watson should be. Okay? And I, I, I'm i going to pretend to be Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets. Hey, Deshaun, what's up, man? It's me, uh, Joe Douglas. How are you, man? I've been a fan of yours. Man, going back, when you almost beat Alabama in that title game, man, that was, that was amazing. And then the next year, you came back and you beat Alabama. And, man, you were a big underdog in that title game. And I loved how... I watched you at Clemson go from, man, this guy's one of the top recruits in the nation to, boy, this is probably the best quarterback Clemson's ever had to, this is one of the best quarterbacks in ACC history to, man, what Deshaun Watson did at Clemson basically made him one of the best quarterbacks in the history of college football. Go look at how many guys have been to two natties. Go look at how many have beaten a juggernaut like Alabama to win a national title. There's not many. Deshaun Watson established himself as a top 10 quarterback. 
all time in college football with what he did at Clemson. Deshaun, if you get to the New York Jets, okay, we will build around you. We've got some pieces in place. You won at Clemson and you became a legend in the sport. Can you think what happens if you're able to take the New York Jets and bring them to a Super Bowl championship? This is a franchise that still absolutely loves Joe Namath, who won a Super Bowl 50 years ago. Hey, Deshaun, I'm not going to knock Joe Namath, okay? Just between you and I. I mean, look at the guy's stats. He never, he didn't have a great career. You've already got a lot of better stats than Joe Namath. But he won a Super Bowl, and he did it in New York. You can be the biggest deal in sports if you win a Super Bowl with the New York Jets. Now, we've got a plan in place, okay? We've got draft capital. We've got free, more money than almost any team in the league to spend in free agency, okay? You said you went... From anger level, a 2 to a 10. I went from excitement, a 2 to a 10, when you said you want to be traded. Come to the New York Jets, Deshaun. Tell the Texans that's where you want to be. We've got the draft capital to make it happen. Let's go win a Super Bowl. And I think if Joe Douglas can frame it as that, like, dude, you are one of the top five quarterbacks in the league this past season and not getting the respect because you couldn't win. We're going to be winning. I didn't even mention Robert Salah, who everybody loves. Richard Sherman's out there doing PR for the guy. The Jets are a sleeping giant, folks. And I know I've been saying this since the days of Mark Sanchez, but I'm excited about the hope that they can land Deshaun Watson. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Did you guys hear what Tony Romo said this week? My gosh, like Tony Romo, very fun announcer, very smart announcer. Everybody likes Tony Romo, but why is he prattling on with this nonsense about Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady? Like, Romo, you're way off base. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS so to switch, and you could save a bundle on your car insurance. Boy, folks, I don't know if three hours is going to be enough for the show today. Um, Gavin is hot on GameStop. I have a lot. I have to. I spent way too much time this week texting and reading and learning about what went down. That is one of the coolest stories. That's non-sports to come that I've come across in a while. And I gotta say, after a 2020 year where everybody was so divided and arguing at each other's throats, almost everybody seems to come together on this one, and it's real fun. When so, a, when AOC and Ted Cruz are agreeing. Oh, jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but that, but I, I, I'm going to say this: you have to wonder if you are one of those Wall Street bets guys, seeing that they're in agreement. Are you the pawn now? Are they playing you? Are, are they using you to then pass whatever agenda they agree on? I, I, it just feels something feels off about that, right, Gavin? They never agree. Well, yeah. I mean, politically, I think what they were frustrated about was the whole. Robin Hood deciding, well, this is no longer a free market. We're going to decide you guys can't trade um, and kill the momentum. Yeah, yeah, I love this idea that, like, Robin Hood's not in bed with the hedge funds. Come on, guys. From what their official story seems to be is just that, like, because you don't actually buy stocks through Robin Hood. They just agree to buy stocks for you. It's basically they just ran out of money to play with because so many people— Oh, you think it was a liquidity issue? It, it uh, That's uh, the what the official story is, is that they had to wait around for Citadel. They got, like— a billion dollars injected into them like just yesterday 
Robin right. Hood is like the AAF. Remember when they just went under? They didn't oh, have any well, that's money. That's scary. <laughs> see now that see if I hear liquidity issue and I've got a lot, of, I'm selling GameStop. I'm getting out of there uh, instantly. But what you can do, selling. what I did is you can transfer your um, stuff from Robinhood to a new app. So Fidelity, there, there's there's other places you can mm. trade on. Just trade it over there and don't give Robinhood the money. Now yeah, you say there's Robinhood seems so dirty, guys. I, yeah. I just I don't know. You you say there's no sports element to this story, and yet from what we understand about the story, Mets owner Steve Cohen was on the side of those hedge funds, and from all intense he seems to have lost several billion dollars and a twitter no, account he that, deleted his yeah, twitter he account did he he deleted or got booted he deleted, he deleted it, it. Wow. Got, he got in a fight with some people and then just deleted his I, account. I i gotta say like that guy i know people are gonna bash him i don't know what he said about the hedge funds obviously he made his money in hedge funds the guy's worth so much money but he is the premise for the tv show billions um he's the reason they started that show because he was basically axe capital um, and doing all this shady stuff, but he got by. Ugh, we, we got a lot to say about this. I just want to, at the end of the day, if you're sitting there with AMC in your portfolio and, you know, GameStop, you know, there's a GameStop where I went and got a video game uh, uh, for my kid probably like over a year ago. Um, and I would drive by there around the holidays and I would see people like lined up outside. I'm like, well, there's no way I'm going to GameStop. I'll just order it offline. And I don't know what the long-term prospects are of the movie theaters. Gavin saw a movie last night. What's the name of it? Little Things. It's on HBO Max. It was the, a Warner Brothers movie, right. so it's on so demand. This is the Denzel Washington movie. I want to see it badly. Now, a guy I know on social media saw it said it stunk. Gavin disagrees. I'm still going to see it. Um, but, like, given the movie theaters, what's going on out there, I'm not, I don't think we're back in the movies. Do you think we're back in the movie theaters this June? I do because I think there's a lot of people that really want normalcy back. And oh, they we want, all yeah. want normalcy. And I do think there's also a segment of those people that want that that are also not as like maybe they get vaccinated and are willing to go out and, and do that. Now, I, I'm excited. I have a few shares of, of AMC and I, I, I figure why not hold on and see despite what the Reddit bros are doing. I, I'd like to see what the actual company can do out of the pandemic. Um. Yeah, we got this is good. There's so much good material, so much meat on this bone. Quickly, I want to touch on Tony Romo before we get to our first guest. This will be quick. Tony Romo is out here saying this Super Bowl is the biggest game of Patrick Mahomes' career. He'll never play a bigger game than this one because it's against Tom Brady. And I don't like what we're doing. I know there's two weeks to fill the air here, guys, but you're telling me that because there's two weeks, your storyline's going to be, can Patrick Mahomes catch Tom Brady as the GOAT? And this Super Bowl is the most important one because if he loses, he can never catch Brady? Like, I just think that's so asinine and, like, reductive. Like, what are you saying? Patrick Mahomes is 25. Theoretically, he should have at least 10 to 15 more seasons. We know quarterbacks are all staying longer. 10 to 15 more seasons and he's not going to have a bigger game than this ever? Like, are we sure that Patrick Mahomes couldn't be 18-0 and or 19-0 and heading into the Super Bowl one year? With Andy Reid, if they can keep the roster together, they can continue to hit draft picks. I mean, Tom Brady at one point added Randy Moss, and they went undefeated up until the Super Bowl. Are we sure Patrick Mahomes, he's already as good as he's going to be at 25? Like, no. 
I, I just think that's really dumb from a smart guy or like Romo. Now I know he the Super Bowl's on CBS. He's got to pump it up, but that's just stupid. There will be bigger games. Tom Brady is forty three. This whole Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. No, it's the Tampa Bay defense versus Patrick Mahomes. It's the Kansas City defense and Spagnolo versus Tom Brady. It's fun to peg it as quarterback versus quarterback, but we just saw last round Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Guys, Brady threw, I think, three interceptions, two back-to-back interceptions. He was by no means great in that game. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, had a couple whiffs in the in the red zone, but, I mean, Gavin, can we say Tom Brady was better than Aaron Rodgers in the NFC title game? I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think you can say that. Like, let's settle down, Romo. He had a great first half. He did. He was phenomenal in the first half. Coming up next year, Fox Sports Radio. Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. He's going to tell us about Stafford. He's going to tell us about Deshaun Watson, about this Cully coaching hire in Houston. So much happening in the NFL. But first... Here's what's trending with Isaac Lowenkron. Good morning, Jason. Huge news Friday night in Major League Baseball with Ken Rosenthal reporting the Colorado Rockies have agreed to trade star third baseman Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals along with approximately $50 million in cash in exchange for a package of prospects. (laughs) For a sampling of reaction on the Colorado Rockies fan end, To social media we go. This from JRL. I remember my dad crying when we were awarded the team. I remember drafting David Need. Went to Game 1 at Mile High Stadium. The welcome parade in downtown. Game 1 of the World Series at Coors. Went to a game, a series forever. Can't believe it, but I am done with them for good. This from Callie. When fans come back, I won't be going at all. I hope you'll join me. Here's a couple of others. I can't wait. Uh, I don't want to read this one. (laughs) Finally, this maybe says it all. This courtesy of Rockies fan Jake. Honestly, big ups to Jeff Bredich. He's the Rockies general manager. This morning, I was depressed that COVID might mean not getting to Coors this summer. Now I'm happy to never go to Coors again. Thanks, Jeff. And then applause emojis. That little sampling of the reaction on the Colorado side to that trade. The NBA on Friday night, the Utah Jazz won their 11th in a row, 10 of the victories by double-digit margins. This time they beat the Dallas Mavericks 120-101 to without the services of Donovan Mitchell, who was out with concussion protocol. The Nets, without Kevin Durant, who was being rested, winning at Oklahoma City 147-125. to James Harden a triple-double. Trey Young scored 41 in Atlanta's 116 to 100 win at Washington. Finally, in golf, headed into the third round of the Farmers Insurance Open, Victor Hovland is a one-shot lead at nine under par overall. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call one eight eight Farmers, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. All right, our next guest. Boy, I'm excited for this. Um, He's a Capricorn like me. He had his birthday in January. And unlike me, I hear he has a long position in Bed Bath & Beyond. Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback. Albert, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. My dad's a stockbroker. My dad was a stockbroker, so... I guess maybe he could help me out, but I haven't played that game quite yet. <laughs> yeah, you were down at the Senior Bowl, right? How was? Well, let's was. start. Let's start with that. The C- so the combine is not happening, but the Senior yep. Bowl is. Uh, we'll just put that aside for a second. Um, it sounds like everybody that was that mattered was there team wise. 
Um, Breer, were people more excited about the Senior Bowl prospects or this Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford stuff? <laughs> I, I would say, um, you know, I, I, I don't think everybody – it was limited as far as who was there. Um, there weren't very many coaches there. There were general managers there. A lot of agents were there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think that there was some feeling that, you know, the face-to-face interaction that you had there – might be the last face-to-face interaction you have with other people in the league for a long time because of, you know, what we all see is coming, which is no combine. Um, the likelihood that pro days are going to be very limited. Like what I'm hearing right now is, you know, it could be limited to three per team, and those are going to be really regimented. You're not going to be able to bring prospects into your building. Oh. Um, team, people, team people aren't going to be able to see each other, you know. So if you're from one team or another – like normally you'd be doing meetings at the combine. That's obviously not going to happen now. Owners meetings unlikely to happen. General managers, coaches generally are all there. And so, you know, it was a limited number of people that were there um, in Mobile, and there were limits, 10 per team, on how many people teams could bring. Um, but, you know, I, I think there was this feeling that the face-to-face time, like, you know, make the most of it while you have it because that could be it. Yeah, I, I got to say, Albert – not having FaceTime when you're making a million-dollar investments in players is a pretty scary yeah. thing. Yeah, and think about this, too. I mean, you know, Justin Fields, ineligible for that game. Trevor Lawrence was eligible, didn't come. Trey Lance, ineligible for that game. Um, you know, like Panay Sewell, ineligible for that game. Micah Parsons, ineligible for that mm. game. So there were lots of, you know, the underclassmen that because they haven't graduated yet weren't eligible um, to come. And you even saw some guys who were hurt that wound up showing up and accepting invitations, even though they weren't able to play, so they could get the FaceTime with <laughs> Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, he was there. He was wearing a jersey on the field. Now, he couldn't do anything because he's got a dislocated finger, but he thought it was important that he be there so he can go face-to-face with teams. Trey Sermon got hurt in the championship game. Ohio State running back, he was there. Landon Dickerson, he had the, the torn ACL in the SEC title game. He was there. So, um, you know, I, I think just from that standpoint, it was a very different year at the Senior Bowl and that I, I think everybody understood, like, the importance of FaceTime. And, you know, I had an agent say to me um, that he thought that all 140 players in that game that showed up that this week were going to get drafted. Yeah. It's normally not that way. And the reason why is because, you know, teams value known commodities. And when you have had face-to-face interaction with somebody – you're naturally going to feel more comfortable with yeah, them. Yeah, it does. It's unfortunate for the guys who weren't able to go. But, you know, listen, life. this is tough. It's life in 2021. All right, let me start with Matt Stafford real quick before we get to the draft. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's going to have a Tom Brady-like impact when he goes somewhere. Like Brady goes to the mm-hmm. Bucks, and I'm not comparing Stafford to Brady, but Stafford's younger, and I think he's actually probably a stronger overall quarterback. Um, you know, if he goes to the 49ers – I got to say, they probably are the favorites in the NFC. If he goes to the Colts, are they the second-best team in the AFC behind uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Like, what are you hearing on Stafford, if you had to guess now, where's Stafford going to end up? So, I, I think the, um, the, the, the Lions' intent is to trade him before the Super Bowl. And they can't officially trade him. That can't happen until – it can't be processed till March. But you remember three years ago when the, the Chiefs traded Alex Smith during Super Bowl week. Um, you know, the, the, the lines have told other teams their intention is to move them in the next week. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, they've, they, they've got first round picks on the table. So I think they're going to be able to get a one, maybe a one plus something else. 
Um, and there are a lot of teams involved. Um, and I, and I think sometimes, you know, like the, the league's opinion of a player can differ from the general public's opinion of a player. And I can tell you, this is one of those cases. Um, mm. NFL people think that Matt Stafford's a top 10 quarterback. And I know people in the general public have t- a difficult time wrapping their arms no, around that. No, not at all. But, Listen, the smart people should know. According to football yeah. outsiders, they rank the quarterback's various uh, numbers. He's been between a 10 and a 15 uh, right. a quarterback in this league for like eight years now. And so Washington's in on it. Carolina's in on it. Indianapolis is in on it. New England's in on it. Chicago's in on it. The Niners and the Rams, I think, are going to be involved. And so I have seven teams I can name right there just off the top of my head. Um, I will not be – now, I think he may have a preference – to go west, I think he could wind up coming east, though. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, there may be a preference there from his camp to go to California and go to the Rams or the Niners. Huh. Um, but, well, okay, you know, hold on. Albert, they, time. Now, they, they, I got, they, this they, doesn't make sense. How, how huh? can the Rams dump golf? How is that impossible? And that's, and that's, a, that's a tricky part. But I'm not talking about the Rams. I'm oh, talking about right, what, right. Like I, what I think, what's, what, what his camp, I think, what I think he would he would like to see happen, I, I you know, and again, this is just me putting pieces together, and I'm right. not saying Matthew Stafford is directly saying that, but, but putting pieces together, you can see where there may be a preference to play for Sean McVay, there may be a preference to play for Kyle Shanahan, there may be a preference to go to California, um, but you know, I, 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 you know, because of what you're saying, because of the logistics of offloading those quarterbacks. And I think the, the, the Niners are in a better spot because they're out of the guaranteed money with Garoppolo, whereas the Rams aren't with Goff. Logistically, for those two teams, for the Rams and Niners, it might be a little bit more difficult, which might make it more, it might make it tougher for them to have the best offer on the table. Hmm. Whereas if you look at the teams on the East Coast, Washington, Carolina, I think those teams would be willing to go the distance to go and get them. So, you know, I. I Again, there's a there's a there, there's a there's there's strong interest in him across the league. I think they're going to be able to get a one for him. I think it may wind up being more than a one. Um, and 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 I and I would say this like unequivocally to you again. Like I, I just I don't think people realize how much NFL people think of Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's get to Deshaun Watson. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, twenty twenty five teams in the mix. Uh, the team I had heard was Carolina. Apparently, Watson is from a small town in Georgia yeah. that's not that close to Atlanta. It's actually closer, I believe, to Charlotte. Uh, he, of course, went to Clemson in South Carolina. He likes the region. Um, Matt Rule has you know, done some pretty impressive things in just one year. They have good weapons. Um, is Carolina in the mix for Watson? And if who would you say is the clubhouse leader at this point? I would say nobody knows anything at this point is, is <laughs> okay. the best part. I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you, like, I, I, when Deshaun Watson isn't answering the tech, isn't returning the Texans' calls, and the Texans are basically stonewalling anybody who calls them, we really are nowhere. You mm. know what I mean? Like, now there's obvious interest across the league in him. And, um, you know, I think there's, a, and I've said this before, I think there's this Mahomes effect going on in the NFL right now where if you, you know, it, like, I don't, I think there are teams that have, quarterbacks that are good not great that are now looking at their situations and looking at you know what's in front of them and what can stand between them and a championship and saying to themselves is what I have enough to get past Patrick Mahomes and so you know I think we're like 10 years ago 15 years ago you could win 
with maybe a very good but not great quarterback, a Joe Flacco, an Eli Manning, a Russell Wilson in his second year. He wasn't Russell Wilson yet at that point. It's going to be a lot harder to do that now going forward because Patrick Mahomes is standing in the way. Now, if you're the Chargers and you have um, and you have Justin Herbert, if you're the if you're the Bills and you have Josh Allen, if you're the Jaguars and you have Trevor Lawrence, you feel probably you probably feel pretty good you can get there. And the Texans are another team. And so, you know, I, I think right now the Texans' approach is we're not going to we're not as of right now, like we're not going to entertain the idea of a trade offer. And teams can come to us with whatever they want, but our priority right now is finding a way to keep Deshaun Watson on the roster. Now that may change over time. But I think the first step in that changing is Deshaun Watson actually talking to the team. And until that happens, I think they're sort of nowhere on it. It's so, just, yeah. I, I, look, look, I think you can just put them in about any – I mean, start the photoshops. You can put them in any uniform. It's just about anybody be interested yeah. in them. But, um, you know, as far as where he goes, um, I, you know, I think until the Texans really return, start, start to – until the Texans can find an open line of communication to Watson, it's tough to guess. I can tell you where he thinks he, – where, where he'd like to go, but I can't tell you exactly – you know, how all this is going to play out two, three months from now. Was his agent at the Senior Bowl, uh, Mulligella? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see Mulligella there. Um, I didn't see athletes first there, people at all, to be honest okay. with you. So, um, you, know, and, but I, you know, look, 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 I still think that this is a lot still has to play out here, Jason. Yes. You know, and, and, I, and I think that, you know, again, the first step in all of this is, is, is opening the line of communication between the Texans and Deshaun Watson. And until that happens, I just, I don't know how this thing moves forward. Yeah. Now, once that happens, I, I think he'll communicate to them where he'd like to go and whether or not they're amenable to it. We'll see, you know, my, you know, having talked to some people involved here, I mean, Miami and San Francisco are two that were kind of put on my radar as places he'd like to go. I mean, but who knows where those teams are from a quarterback standpoint a month or two from yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Stafford could be a niner. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I like, I, I'm not sure that, you know, I think the timing of all of these things, sort of how, how these things are going to play out, to me it's like, hey, you know, you're sort of looking at moving targets here where, you know, certain guys are going to come on and off the market and it's not going to all be, you know, at once. And that makes it tricky for any team that's pursuing a quarterback this offseason. Uh, great stuff. Albert Breer, you got to follow him on social media. He's all over this, uh, at Albert Breer. Albert, enjoy the weekend and uh, maybe the Super Bowl if you're going. <laughs> uh, thanks, J-Mac. I will be there. Oh, nice. All right, have fun. All, All right, right. Uh, that's Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. Listen, this guy's plugged in. It doesn't sound like Watson is going to be imminent. Um, I have a good analogy. I'll get to it after the break. Um, after this, we might do Big Ben, another quarterback situation. We may go back to GameStop. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have the time, but keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. What up, what up? It's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Good stuff from Albert Breer, as usual. Guys, super plugged in. Uh, it sounds like the Watson thing is going to drag out, which I kind of love. Good for this show, right? Good for social media. Um, Stafford seems imminent. Now, if it happens this week, boy, that is fun. I can't wait. You know, Gavin, we'll come back on this show next Saturday. Obviously, you probably do two and a half hours on the Super Bowl. And if Matt Stafford is somewhere else, I'll tell you right now, I will already be invested in them financially 
to either get to the Super Bowl in the NFC or win the Super Bowl. Um, maybe both. Because I, what I've seen in the NFC, like, uh, you know, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks bounced. Uh, don't have a first-round pick because of the Jamal Adams trade. Uh, let's see what's going on with Rodgers as he heads into another uncertain offseason. They just fired their defensive coordinator, uh, Mike Pettin. Like, it, it's just so much uncertainty in the NFC. Tampa and Brady, can he do this again? I don't know. Um, and then Ben Roethlisberger. Gavin, who do you right now see as the second-best team in the AFC heading into next year, right? We know Kansas City's number one. But is Buffalo two? Yeah, I think you'd have to so, say that. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, what if Stafford goes to the Colts? No, I know, and that's where I think he's going to end up, and I think it's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC to get in the playoffs. Okay, so if Stafford goes to the Steelers? That would be a terrific That would fit. be fun. Pairing now, with a great defense. I, I, I can make a case that the Denver Broncos are Matt Stafford away from being a playoff team. The problem is they're in the division with Mahomes, and I do think Gavin's Chargers are a team on the rise. I, I mean, you know, I, I've been saying I want an offensive guy for the Jets, and the Chargers go get a defensive guy in Staley, and all the principles he's talking about are like, oh, gosh, <laughs> yeah, this is exciting. This guy, This guy's not an idiot, you know? He knows what he's talking about. You got Dan Campbell talking about kneecaps and Brandon Staley talking about like high leverage situations um, and and being aggressive. Like, I'm excited if I'm a Chargers fan. Like, you guys have a lot going on. I just, I, 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 I like what you said, though, Gavin. Like, AFC playoff picture is going to be tough. Like, Baltimore's not totally going anywhere. Um, I do think I'll be betting the Browns to miss the playoffs. I'm hoping I can really? get some good. Think- yeah. I, oh. I think today, I think this year was a lot of, you know, they got, I don't want to say they got lucky, but the, I don't know. They they had, their defense played better than I think they are, and their offense was mostly a yeah. run game. Yeah, so. the, the point differential numbers are troubling, but Kevin Stefanski is a guy I like. I really like the cut of his jib. So one hour in the books, uh, we'll do some Super Bowl prop bets at the top of next hour. Yes, some prop bets have been uh, put up. Posted in the desert. Um, we've got uh, we've got some NBA topics to get to, but there is still a ton of NFL. There's uh, this new movie. I, I am curious if you guys have seen it. It's called Lockdown Anne Hathaway. If Anne Hathaway's in a movie, I'm probably going to see it. I have this odd crush on her. I just think she's hot. Um, anyways, one hour in the books, two hours left. Keep it locked. Super Bowl prop bets are next. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand cook, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. 
All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, ladies and germs. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data July to December 2020. All right, I thought we would have. We would are have. farmers. Whoops. All right, I thought we would, um, you know, top of the second hours when we usually dive into gambling for NFL weekends, uh, college football, whatever that was. Um, so uh, let's take a look at Super Bowl prop bets. I'm bringing on my guy, uh, Vic Chokshi from betql.com. Of course, Vic, you guys know, I used to work with him at the big lead. Uh, smart Chicago gambler. Vic, uh, are you excited about the Super Bowl or more excited about the gambling on the Super Bowl? What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me on. As usual, I'm excited for both, man. It's been a insane season. When it started, we didn't even know if we could get here, right? Uh, but I'm excited for the matchup. I think it's going to be an excellent game. And when it comes to gambling, man, it's going to be a fun one because there's just so many different bets, especially with all the prop bets that are out there. The uh, Superbook just dropped all of the, their entire menu on Thursday. So 
it's been fun. I've just been digging in and researching. I already have a few bets down, so excited to talk Super Bowl with you. All right, so I want to start here, Vic. Um, it feels like this will be, and again, you could probably say this each of the last few years, the most gambled-on Super Bowl ever, given how many states now are permitting gambling. Using exactly. that, Using that information, Vic, are, do we think that the books will be shading everything toward the casual better? You know what the casual better loves to do. Is there going to be a safety in the Super Bowl? I mean, I think there's been like one, maybe two, uh, all time. I think maybe just one. And are the you know the casual gambler is going to come in and say, "Oh well, geez, I could get those odds, a little bit of money to win a ton." Yeah, I'm going to bet on that. I'm going to bet on overtime. Uh, and do you think the books, obviously aware of that, are shading things that uh, are going to make it ad- advantageous for you and I, who've been gambling for a long time, to actually bet the other side in those? I think they are. You, you nailed it. Just because of the legalization of gambling, more people are going to be in on this thing. This is going to break all records for a single event, for sure. Uh, hands down, I've talked to a bunch of odds makers. The only interesting thing about this game is... Like you nailed it. The public is coming in on Chiefs over and every single yes prop that you can think of. I talked to Jay Cornegie yesterday from the Superbook, and he said that's something they're used to in general anyway. They always come in. Casual bettors are always been the yes on every single prop. There's a guy that came in on Thursday and bet the yes on every single prop, like over 100 props. Think about that. And just for fun, you know, five, ten bucks here. But And he said guys come in, they make about six bets on the game, five are props. One is is probably the Chiefs, right? But on the flip side of things, a lot of books, everyone that I've talked to has a lot of bucks liability from futures bets as well. Mm. So the ideal situation for them right now is like if the Chiefs win by one or two, the house is going to clean up because the public's on, you know, Chiefs three, three and a half, a lot of futures betters. That's some big money there. Liabilities are on the bucks for winning it all ever since Tom Brady came in. So Yes and no. And what I've, again, who knows what the truth is. When I talked to these guys, they said they're just focused on this game, this line. They're not taking into account like liabilities. They're not taking into account public betters coming in just because they're used to it. In years past, again, with the pandemic, this year is different. Everyone flies to Vegas. Everyone flies to Atlantic City or where they could get in on some bets. And then the online gamblers are going to be kind of capped this year as well, right? So, just something else to kind of keep in mind. The limits aren't as big on our phones as it is like when you go down in Vegas or Atlantic City or how it used to be. Interesting. So, I mean, listen, you and I obviously talk a lot during the season. And when you see the public 85% on, I don't know, Green Bay against Jacksonville, you know that the books are going to need Jacksonville big. It makes some sense to look at taking the 12 or 13 or whatever the point total was. Yeah. I don't know that that totally applies to the Super Bowl for all the stuff you said. I personally am on the Chiefs at three. I'm curious, do you think that this, It's. it looks like there's some juice threes out there, maybe some three and a halfs. Do you think this is more likely to touch four or more likely to come back down to a flat three everywhere? I think it's going to be three and a half or a flat three or a juice three by game time. That's the indications that I've gotten from all the odds makers that I've talked to just to kind of get some balanced action for everything that I just said about the liabilities and the public coming into this game. So that's where I see it ending up, especially near game time. It'll be interesting. Another odds maker I talked to said 
this year of all years, in, in years past, some sharp guys, big money bets come in earlier in the week. This year, because of the pandemic, everything that we've seen with like the Broncos quarterbacks getting scratched the Saturday before, a lot of smart guys, a lot of big monies, whatever you want to call it, usually wait till the day of or the morning of. So basically what I'm hearing is if you want to kind of see what side they're going to be on, wait until Super Bowl Sunday, whatever move happens that morning or that afternoon, that is the side you kind of want to be on if you like following what the wise guys are on. Because, yeah. you know, if you see it go up to four, then that means they're, they're loving the Chiefs. You see it come down to three, you know, I would look at the Bucks it, Again, that's everyone has their own things that they follow. Uh, but if you're interested in, in the sharp money, quote unquote, wait until Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it's interesting, Vic, because I, um, I, I didn't love Tampa against the Saints or the Packers. And there was some yep. real big professional game day money that came in on Tampa in both those games. And they were on the right side. Now, I don't know if they saw something in Tampa, if they're going to see the same thing here against the Chiefs. I'll be curious to see. It's not going to change my opinion. I get it. Obviously, those guys are well-respected for a reason. And they have profited lucratively. Uh-oh, that's not even a word. They have uh, profited <laughs> handsomely uh, gambling on the NFL. I just, I, I, I personally cannot see an angle where Tampa pulls this off short of, um, you know, uh, the defensive performance of a lifetime from Todd Bowles and the Bucks. Uh, do you have a side or total you like before we get to props? It's always funny. Me and you usually think alike, and we're usually on the same side. I actually like the Bucks in this game, and, and uh, I'll give you the flip side of it. Uh, I think a lot of people are underrating that the Chiefs are kind of banged up, and, you know, them losing their, their tackle in Fisher last game was huge. It's bad time against this Bulls defense. And how do you beat the greatest quarterbacks of all time? We've, when we've seen Brady lose, we've, you know, we've seen Mahomes get rattled a little bit it's because of the pressure. And I think the, I think the Bucks will be able to get pressure on Mahomes. Uh, this is where his toe injury comes into play a little bit to speed up that clock. He's an athletic guy that usually can pick up yards. And, you know, Tom Brady, we, there's not a lot we could say about him other than he is the best of all time. I, I trust in him to make the right decisions. And before last game, the Chiefs were not blowing out people, right? They're, they were what, one and eight against the spread in, in their last nine games. So I see this as one of those games, just like kind of the Bucks green Bay game, that's going to come down to the last drive. And, you know, Mahomes is magical. Yes. Maybe they pull this one out by a field goal and kind of everyone pushes, which is uh, anticlimactic for the Super Bowl, I think. But I really do think the Bucks have a shot in this game. Okay. So me, I like them. I haven't bet on them, though. Okay. But that was yeah. just a flip side. Let me push back on that. So, yeah, the Chiefs were, before the Bills win, I think 0-8-1 against the spread. But they were favored by, I think, more than three in all but one of those games. So larger True. spreads. And the one that was three, I think it was the Bucks. they pushed – and now they're favored by three against the Bills, and they squash them. I don't. This is again a three-point spread. If you get the three, I, I just think they're vastly superior. Are the Bucks going to continue to feast on turnovers? Aaron Rodgers turnover the foot, turn the football over. Drew Brees threw pick three picks, and the Jared Cook fumble. I just I don't know if that continues. I believe Mahomes has two turnovers in seven playoff games. Both came in the Super Bowl against San Fran last year. Um, Yep. At any rate, no, right, let, I agree. Oh. They're they're creating those turnovers. That's kind of why I like them, and I, and I see them being able to 
win the line of scrimmage. And usually the teams that do that are have do really well, especially in the Super Bowl. If you remember the Broncos and you know some of these teams in years past, a lot of people weren't giving them a shot at. They were able to create that pressure and be able to win that turnover battle. Uh, all right, let's get to props, Vic. Um, anything jump out on either? Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not into the Gatorade bath color stuff and the national <laughs> yeah. anthem. I, I just, I, I'm into more X's and O's and, and trying to break down the game and understand the game script. Do you, where are you leading prop wise? What have you? Yeah, been? there's two props that I love and I've already hit. I'll, I'll give you a fun one that a lot of people have been getting into more this season. It's like first touchdown scorer of the game, right? And so. For me, when I do some research on those, I look for a guy that has a legitimate chance to score a touchdown in the game. And then second of all, I look for 10 to 1 or longer odds. And I've landed on Mike Evans. I think he, you know, you can get him at plus 1,100, plus 1,200 to be the first touchdown scorers. And, and this is why, like, the Bucks have scored the, on the first drive, five straight games, all via the pass. Last time these two teams matched up, he scored twice against Kansas City. He scored first the first touchdown in each of Tampa Bay's last two games, including against the Packers last week. And, you know, over the season, he's had 13 touchdowns, scoring in 12 games. So, to me, he has a legit chance to score a touchdown in this game, and, and those are some pretty good odds for me to get. In case, like, Kansas City wins the toss, they'll probably defer. Uh, if Tampa Bay gets it, you know, hopefully he's the guy that that's on the receiving end of that first touchdown. So that's one that I love like. And then the one that I love is interesting. Again, I'm just digging into these because they just got released, but you can get the Bucks plus 10 and a half rushing yards against the Chiefs in this game. And so me, one, the Bucks won't abandon the run. We've seen wait, it wait, all wait, season wait. long. Sorry, sorry. Plus 10 and a half rushing yards. You mean they outrun the Chiefs by 11 yards? Actually, you're getting plus ten and a half. So oh the Chiefs, wow! Yeah, Chiefs are giving eleven or ten and a half yards to the Bucks on the ground. Yeah, that doesn't and make so, sense. so, yeah, this one's jumped out to me right away, right? Because again, they they won't abandon the run. That's a part of their game plan. And I see a close game. Like I was telling you about the game breakdown, just how I see it playing out. I don't see a game script where. Kansas City gets out super early and they have to abandon the run. So, you know, I have it pretty even. I, I So that's one of the ones where I actually see an edge there. You asked me, where do I see an edge? Because I have it pretty even. I think it's going to literally come down to the last drive. And if it's a last drive kind of games and Mahomes is down, they're going to be throwing that entire drive down to try to score, right? So that that's one of the ones that I love and I've already placed. And, and the first touchdown scorer, I got in on that on Evans as well. Now that's interesting. That plus ten and a half, it doesn't make sense at all to me because we've seen Todd Bowles. All he does is want to blitz, Vic. That's what that's his yep. DNA. I blitz, I blitz, I blitz. Um last year the Chiefs ran the football well against the Niners because all they would do is send four and they would drop back in the zone. And I don't something seems off about that. I wonder what the I wonder if the books are missing something or we are. Because obviously, the, you know, the books are <laughs> very, very good at this kind of thing. They've built casinos in the desert. But what what are we missing here? Well, it seems too easy, does it not? No, you're right. But the thing that I've noticed in years past, at least over the last few years, is Thursday or Wednesday, they try to get out all these props, right? They, you know, now these menus are over 100 different props that you can bet on. And by the time the game comes around, you'll see this number move a lot. And that's why, like, I try to find one or two super early 
that I can target. I think when the game comes around, this number is going to be very, very close to, Mm. you know, two and a half, three and a half, even as well. And so just trying to take a little advantage. Again, I I talked to a lot of odds makers around the country, different books, online, offshore, Vegas, Atlantic City. They say, you know, there's, there's a reason they cap some of these props, right? They put some limits on them. And so as opposed to like the side or the total. So, you know, sometimes you do find one or two that stick out. And that's why I immediately jumped on this one. But you'll see a few that by the time the game comes around, if you remember, I think it was last year, the year before, there was like a fullback prop that everyone was on. And, you know, it was a very low number. It was like two and a half, over two and a half yards. And, you know, by game time, that was like even. And the yes was like minus 300, just Mm. because, again, People try to find some of these out really early and circle them when the Thursday games come out and the props come out. All right, let me ask you real quick before we go. Um, have you seen a number on Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards? I haven't yet. Like, I, I mean, offshores have them. I don't know if you, you talk about those on your Yeah, on your yeah, we'll go with whatever numbers you can all. find. Uh, because yeah. I, I noticed that Aaron Rodgers did not run once against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay loves to blitz. And Tampa Bay can blitz Drew Brees all they want. Drew Brees ain't running. Aaron Rodgers, 37. He moves well, but he, he's no Pat Mahomes. And Mahomes, to me, look fine uh, from the turf toe or whatever that thing was in the final in, in the game against the Bills. I would be looking at, because I think everybody's still in their head. They're like, oh, Pat Mahomes, turf toe. Um, yeah. I, I think I would look at Mahomes rushing yards. Now, there is the risk with quarterback rushing yards if they take a knee, right? There is. And, yeah. uh, I don't know if you remember, but it was last year, which was a brutal beat for Mahomes over rushing yards. Uh, everyone celebrated that had the over, and it was the last drive. Again, I don't know if you remember yeah, this. No, no, and maybe definitely. my memory's a little hazy, but he, he, you know, instead of taking knees, he started running backwards, and all the people that bet the over lost on yeah. that prop. Well, that's the other reason. I think people remember that. People think of the turf toe. Nobody's going to be betting the over-rushing yards for Mahomes. So I'm going to look at it. I haven't seen a number yet. He had 28 rushing yards. I think it's 18 yards. and a half. 18 and a half is what I've seen. Oh, give me that. Oh, my gosh. 18 and a half or 19 and a half is mm-hmm. kind of what I've seen when you're looking at a couple of different books. Yeah, that, that's a that's a bet on for me. All right, Vic Chotsky, you can follow him on Twitter at DocSquad33. He's from BetQL.com. Vic, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks again. Good luck. All right. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, you know, there's an NBA superstar who needs to be on the move. You've seen him all week. He's upset. He's pouting. His head is buried in his hands. He has to play next to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'll tell you who that is next here on Fox Sports Radio. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. What song is that, Iowa Sam? Yeah. Good stuff. Um, let me write that down so I can download it during the next break. I, I haven't heard this song in forever, right? It's like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gavin, I'm curious. What am I missing on that Bucks plus 10 and a half rushing yards? What I mean, you uh, heard that. that it man. seems like a layup, right? Yeah, yeah. The only thing is the Super Bowl can always be unpredictable. Like, you can look at trends the entire season with certain teams, and then they get to the big game. And they change your Yeah, their... and there's not as much experience on the Buccaneers outside of Brady. Right? right. And if the Chiefs go up, you know, 14 nothing, we've seen, I think Brady in the first quarter historically has been awful in the Super Bowl. Something like yes, his team's Yes, that's why. Yeah, his team's I told you I was looking at the unders, yeah. And, like, 
if they fall behind 10 nothing, 13 nothing, they're going to have to abandon the run game. But Arians has shown he's really stubborn. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's, that's weird. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. So um, what was I going to – oh. We got a, another guest coming up here in like five minutes to talk about the front office perspective. Maybe he can be the cap guy who looks at how the hell the Rams can offload Jared Goff. Um, Gavin, uh, first of all, Iowa Sam, good to have you aboard. I'm curious, were you as into GameStop as Gavin and I were? Uh, no, no. Really? You I didn't think... read any of that? You weren't? Oh, oh, their story? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I've read about it. I've read I didn't about mean, it. did you buy or invest? I, I, I personally a, did not. Yeah. I'm not a, uh, uh, what do you call Day it? Day trader. Well, I, I didn't didn't go to Game GameStop and use GameStop or you know uh, buy their products, but right, yeah, um, I've been reading about it. Yes, yeah, I'm fascinated. So this guy, um, I think he when I asked somebody like, man, this guy's really intelligent, and he was like, yeah, he was like the number thirteen employee at Facebook. His name is Chamath. I'm not gonna, yes, you know yeah. who he is, right? I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but he earlier this morning tweeted out a link to what started it all on Reddit for. GameStop and this guy like four months ago wrote this hugely detailed thing. And I'm telling you, Gavin, you read this. This guy's not like some jabroni on the Internet on some message board posturing. The detail and level this guy went into. Yeah. How is he not working on Wall Street? I mean, this guy's uh, (laughs) I'm not going to call him a genius. He he made about 15 million on this one thing, I believe. This guy, whoever this dude is. Chamath is great, by the way. He's going to run for governor of California. You know, somebody told me, dude. I'm so in. So first of all, again, he's got Facebook money. So this guy's a billionaire. And he went out and read what the Wall Street Bets guys were doing on GameStop and was like, you know what? I believe in this. I'm going to go invest. He invests peanuts and makes like $500,000 in a day. And he says, yeah, I'm going to donate this and um, blah, blah, blah. I was like, geez, this guy's like finding money in his sofa cushions. Next thing you know, it's $500,000. And he's like, I'll donate this. Like, that's the kind of money this guy has. And, Gavin, you mentioned he's running for governor. Somebody told me that, and I was like, I started reading this guy's bio. He's just smart as hell. And I said, you know, I, I, I think I tweeted at him, like, listen, um, if you, you're going to be looking for volunteers, I will get the word out. Because right now, Gavin Newsom is really screwing up out here. Yeah, and, and, and now he's making decisions that aren't based on science. Yeah, well, like We all flipping. wanted it to open up. We're happy yeah. about that. But the reasoning made no sense because no up until now, it was all based on the data, and the data's worse than ever. Yeah. <laughs> and this, by the way, um, I, I know, you know, I, teachers have been criticized a lot. Um, I had my parent-teacher conference for both my kids this week with the wife, and maybe the teachers were putting on airs. Both of them were like, we can't wait to get back in school. Like, this needs to happen because I know from the kids and the parents' perspective, it sucks. Well, from the teachers, it also kind of sucks because they're jockeying from home, from school, Zoom, two hours in person. Like, they both said they hate it. And I tried to look on their face over Zoom and tell if they were lying, and they both seemed very genuine about it. Like, we're frustrated. I'm at my wit's end. Like, I can't do – like, they're breaking down. Like, we need to get back in school. So I think that aspect may be overblown. Maybe in some counties it's worse than others. But I know – when restaurants open in L.A. County Friday, I know friends who braved the cold weather. It was like 50 degrees. People in the snowy northeast can laugh. But I know a lot of people who just want to get out there and go to restaurants. We're waiting for it to get to like 65. Did you go out to eat last night, Gavin? We, we had talked about it earlier in the week. Yeah. We didn't realize it was going to be raining. I know. It's like crap weather. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, listen, folks, we're halfway through the show. 
And, like, I've still got, like, a list of tons of stuff to get to. We haven't done any NBA, really. Um, but there's more on this GameStop thing. And uh, I'll save it. I'll save it. All right, coming up next, our guest, former NFL GM. Who can make a move on Stafford? Can the Steelers dump Ben? Can the Rams dump Jared Goff? We'll coming up. We'll do that next. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Jason, real busy weekend in Major League Baseball. The biggest news last night with Ken Rosenthal reporting that the Colorado Rockies have agreed to trade all-star third baseman Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals, along with approximately $50 million in cash in exchange for a package of prospects. Anyway, Bob Nightingale added earlier this morning that the Rockies and Cardinals say the Arenado trade will not be finalized for a matter of days because of the complex financial aspects involved. I'll say, Jason Stark reporting a short time ago that the Phillies have a two-year agreement in place with Didi Gregorius to return to Philadelphia. A short time ago, New York Mets owner Steve Cohen released a statement explaining why he abruptly deleted his popular Twitter account yesterday. It said, quote, I've really enjoyed the back and forth with Mets fans on Twitter which was unfortunately overtaken this week by misinformation unrelated to the Mets that led to our family getting personal threats. So I'm going to take a break for now. We have other ways to listen to your suggestions and remain committed to doing that. I love our team, this community, and our fans. This week's events in no way affect our resources and drive to put a championship team on the field. Finally, in golf, after two rounds of the Farmers Insurance Open, Victor Hovland has a one-shot lead at nine under par overall. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here, it's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. All right, our next guest, he's been on before, uh, former NFL GM, very sharp, interesting individual, Randy Mueller, he was with the Saints, Dolphins, and the Chargers. Randy, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Jason. How about you? Uh, listen, I got to say, Randy, this is great for business. Uh, all this uh, <laughs> N- 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 NFL quarterbacks potentially on the move. Uh, you got Stafford, who's going to get moved. You got Watson, who wants to get moved. There's some chatter about Jared Goff, Ben Roethlisberger. I, I don't know. We-, we could start anywhere. I do want to quickly start with Aaron Rodgers, if that's okay with you, Randy. Aaron Rodgers sure, complained. No uh, after the Packers loss, then people took that as he wants out. Then he clarified that. I, I, I don't know. Where are you on the Aaron Rodgers saga? It feels like drafting Jordan Love was almost like Bill Belichick drafting Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round, kind of as the, oh, we'll have him when our guy gets old. Rodgers was the MVP this year, and he wasn't terrible in the playoffs, especially not against the Bucks. He wasn't terrible. Um you know, what do you make of the Aaron Rodgers situation? It is definitely a long saga, that's for sure. I happen to be one that thinks the drafting of Jordan Love actually pushed Rodgers further up the chain because I think it got him refocused. I think he saw his future in front of him, and it was a little bit of an ego check. I think we all get, a, at some point in our lives, a little bruised ego, and, and this one uh, made him refocus, refine his work ethic. He was an underachiever a year ago, let's face it, and he didn't really buy into to uh, Matt LaFleur's offense. So I think they got a totally changed and a better version of Aaron Rodgers this year. And you're right, he's probably going to be the MVP. I didn't like the timing of when he came out and yeah. said what he said, Jason. 
that was the hard thing for me right after the game. It was a frustrating moment, and, and I think it showed. But having said that, I don't think anything he said was really uh, not true. As, as we've found out this week, you know, even at 26-6, and six, there's improvements, right? And that's where they've been the last two years. They fired the special teams coach. They fired the defensive coordinator. <laughs> All, both things that I think Aaron was kind of insinuating. Hey, he was putting everybody on notice. And sometimes these best players or the guys who run the franchise, per se, they have to ask the hard questions. And he just asked them publicly, kind of cryptically. But the result he got was uh, some change, and, and hopefully that change makes the Packers better next year. Yeah, um, interesting moves to make when you go to two NFC title games, right? You fire, yeah. firing a lot of people, yeah. but something's got to change, I guess. All right, Randy, let's get to the more interesting for me. I believe Matt Stafford can go to several teams and have a Tom Brady-like impact taking them from good or average to Super Bowl contenders. He's that good. Um, what do you think he's going to fetch? We had Albert Breer on earlier saying he could get a first-round pick and maybe more. I'm surprised people aren't offering more than that. Stafford's only 32. He doesn't have a rich injury history. Um, I, I, are you surprised at this? And, and what front offices do you think are more likely to gravitate towards Stafford? Well, I think it's, it's to be determined. I do think they will get a good price for him. I happened to d- d- did a little list a couple weeks back on Mueller football, my website, and okay. I listed the top 10 quarterbacks under 33 years of age and Stafford was on there. So I agree with you. He's a good player, really good player. I think it's going to come down to, and I think it's fascinating. Both the 49ers and the Rams have had, you know, uh, public, uh, you know, kind of uh, tearing down of their current quarterback. Wouldn't it be something if the two of them getting in a little bidding contest with Detroit, which probably is, would be good for Detroit, and uh, both of them, I think, upgrade if they get a guy like Matt Stafford. So I think there's going to be a little bidding more out there. You only need two teams to drive the price up. I think in this case there's going to be three or four teams that want Matt Stafford, and I agree with you. I think you have to look at it as you're going to get a top-tier quarterback for at least five more years. He's got a functional contract that doesn't kill you the first couple of years. Yeah, you're probably going to have to extend him, but you should be able to lower the cap numbers. I think it's a good move for everybody involved, maybe except Detroit, in that they're going to be left with no quarterback. So they've got to have an option for themselves. It sounds great to uh, you know, get a lot of uh, trade value for a guy like Matt Stafford, but you still have to line up and play yourself. So I'd like to know their quarterback plan, that's for sure. I love that. I, 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 let me push back a little bit. The Detroit Lions are in the NFC. Why wouldn't they say, we're not trading Stafford in the NFC. We don't want to see him in the regular season. We don't want to see him in the playoffs. Let's ship him to the AFC. Or do teams, you worked in a front office, do teams not totally think like that? Oh, I think there might be a preference for sure. Say if the Colts got involved or something like that. But they're going to make the best deal for them. And if it includes a quarterback coming back to them in some way, shape, or form, I think that has to factor in as well. Detroit picks seventh. If they're going to get up in the top two or three picks, they're going to have to give something for that. So this may be the first move a team like Detroit makes uh, on top of another move to to get up there in the top five to maybe get one of these younger quarterbacks for the future. All right, let's go to the Rams real quick. Jared Goff, how on earth can they possibly get out from under this massive contract they just gave the guy? We need the capologists out there because, Randy, honestly, in the NBA, it's fun. There's this thing called the NBA trade machine. You could just go punch in. And boom, does the trade work or does it not with the salary cap rules? That doesn't exist for the NFL. So can you talk to us about how on earth the Rams can get out from under this golf seal situation? Well, 
The thing, the thing about it is the Rams have showed in the past that even though they gave money to people, they're willing to move on. They gave it to Todd Gurley. Mm. They gave Brandon Cooks. They gave Brandon Cooks a, a, a big number before they moved him. So I believe their cap count this year for Brandon Cooks was close to twenty million. Wow! So if they, if they were to trade Jared Goff, they'd have a twenty-two million dollar hit. They've already showed that they're willing to do that. The fact that they've gone so public with their, you know. Uh, uh, Really, lack of anointing Jarrett Goff tells me he's going to be gone. There's no way. I don't think I've ever heard or seen a franchise kind of disparage their starting quarterback like has been done publicly. So I think they're, they've got Goff in the, in the frame of mind now that he's willing to go anywhere as well. So I think there will be a deal made there. He's got some roster bonuses are due. But I think first day of the league year, you're probably looking at Jared Goff moving somewhere else. That's just the way I see it right now. Now, that may change tomorrow with some other information, but it's crazy the amount of money the teams are willing to flush now to move ahead. Yeah, it's interesting, Randy, because, you know, Jared Goff is going to then hit the market, and you got to wonder, are people going to be bending over backwards and climbing over women and children to get to Jared Goff? Because remember, when Jameis Winston and Mariota, uh, you know, hit the market, like, there wasn't a ton of interest. Once you have that shot and don't make it, it's just like, eh, I don't know. Do you yeah, think Goff is starting you. in the league next year? I think he will be. I think, again, and I'm not a big Jared Goff fan, I don't think they can cut him. I think his contract is, is cap prohibitive to being released. But they do have a small window of trading him to where the cap number comes down for them to have to deal with as dead money. I do think there's some teams, hey, let's face it, if, if the Detroit gets rid of Matt Stafford, they've got to have someone to line up and play. And at picking number seven, they're not going to be able to solve it. So maybe they take uh, Goff back. Their GM just came from the Rams. So he's clearly in the loop on what's going on in L.A. about Jared Goff. So there may be some connection there. All right, let's go now to um, everybody's favorite, Deshaun Watson. You know, um, the biggest news that just came down here, somebody texted me in the last, like, eight minutes, Deshaun Watson went on his social media and had scrubbed every evidence (laughs) that he ever played for the Texans. Uh, You know, again, I don't know what that means. Uh, other than yeah. he's ticked off and he wants out and he's sending a message to them. But there's no way they keep him here, right? There's just no way that this can proceed. Um, I don't know about that. I Ooh. might push back a little bit on that. I, I, my my position on the Deshaun Watson thing has never changed. I thought all along there's no way he's going to be moved. I don't really care what his thoughts are or what he and – and I like Deshaun Watson. He is a good player. He's in the top five on my list as well. But the, the Texans have to do what's right for the club. And they've obviously made some mistakes in the past. They're, they really can't do anything about that now. The guys they've hired going forward have to fix what's gone on, and they still hold his rights. Deshaun Watson would have to be willing to not play next year, to pay back giant million dollars, uh, multiple million dollars of his signing bonus. He'd have to pay back a lot of money if he doesn't want to play. That's really his only option. No matter if he has a no-trade clause or not, the fact is the Texans do not have to trade it. Yeah, but it, it, there's, there's, you know, I mean, there's, there's a couple ways to look at it. If they can get better and if they can not take a step back at quarterback, I could probably be talked into trading him. But I'm still thinking that he's not going anywhere. Okay, interesting. Uh, let me ask you this. You, you were in a front office. The agents have a lot of power in the league right now. Watson happens to have an agent who's one of the most powerful, represents a lot of big-name players. What happens? Free agency's coming up. Houston Texans need to make a lot of moves. Is it possible, have you seen that agents would say, yeah, man, you don't want to go there. You don't want to play for those guys. The owner lied to the quarterback. Uh, They won't trade the quarterback he wants out. Like, that's not a franchise I want to send my guys to. 
I, can that happen? Is that a possibility? I don't see that. I, again, I don't think the collective bargaining agreement in the NFL is anywhere near it is in the, well, like it is in the NBA. I don't think there are. The parameters are different. The penalties are built in against holdouts, against retirements, against payback of signing bonus and salary. There's just a lot different dynamics within the, the system that's set up in, in the business plan. I don't think an agent could control a team like that. In other words, keep everybody from going there in the future. I just don't see that as happening. Obviously, there are a couple agents who have, have some extenuating circumstances where they do you know, uh, represent a lot of players. I, football is just different for me, and I don't see how that could affect them in the long haul. I know this. If you offer more money than the next guy, there's a pretty good <laughs> chance the player is going to come there. All right, Randy Mueller, former GM uh, with the Saints, Dolphins, and Chargers. He's at The Athletic. He has a podcast with Mike Sando. Follow him, Randy Mueller. Hey, great stuff, Randy. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you. All right, that was Randy Mueller. Uh, plugged it. Interesting that he says Watson's not going anywhere. Um, it's much more fun if Watson leaves, everybody. You know this. Coming up next, we will do more on the Texans, including hilarious sound from the new GM. Mind you, he came over from the Patriots. Uh, wait till you hear this. It's it's hilarious. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. We're back. Jason McIntyre live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. So this is the scary scenario. You guys remember at the outside of the show, I hyped up what I would say to Deshaun Watson if I were Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets. Okay? Just consider this. The Texans GM is Nick Cesario. He came over from being Bill Belichick's guy for over a decade. Okay? What if Cesario says, all right, if I have to trade him, I might as well help my old guy, Belichick, because guess what? If this don't work out in a few years and I get canned, Belichick will take me back. I'm going to trade him to the Patriots. What if he does that? I'll be livid. Because it would suck. Bill Belichick doesn't deserve another star quarterback. But Cesario on Friday said that he has no interest in trading the player. Now listen closely, people. Here's the audio. Just want to reiterate our commitment to Deshaun Watson. Um, He's had a great impact on this organization, a great impact on a lot of people, a great impact on this team. And uh, we look forward to the opportunity to spend more time with him here this spring once we get started. And, you know, we have zero interest in trading the player. Um, we have a great plan, a great vision for, for him and for this team and his role on our team. And we look forward to the opportunity to spend more time with him here this spring. We have no interest in trading the player. That is not. We refuse to deal him. Stop calling. We're not doing it. Remember, Arizona, Josh Rosen is our guy. We're not moving on from him. Remember the Jets. Jamal Adams is part of this franchise. We, we have no interest in trading him. Like, these are hollow words from Cesario, okay? We have no interest. Well, guess what? You guys are WWF fans. You remember WWF way back in the day? The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase? Come on, somebody. Iowa Sam, you don't know who I'm talking about, do you? You do? Okay, he knows Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar. I was like an elementary school kid. And Ted DiBiase was just the, the wealthy guy. He would just pull out money. And his saying was, everybody has a price. You're telling me if the Texans don't get offered two or three number one picks and whatever else from the Jets or the Dolphins, blah, 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 
They're not doing that in a heartbeat. Watson don't want to play for you guys. Is he going to sit out? I mean, I don't know. That'll be interesting. Uh, Randy Mueller, I asked him last segment, former NFL GM, would Watson potentially sit out? What do you see happening? Here's what he said. My position on the Deshaun Watson thing has never changed. I thought all along there's no way he's going to be moved. The Texans have to do what's right for the club, and they still hold his rights. Deshaun Watson would have to be willing to not play next year to pay back a lot of money if he doesn't want to play. That's really his only option. No matter if he has a no-trade clause or not, the fact is the Texans do not have to trade him. Again, I don't think the collective bargaining agreement in the NFL is anywhere near like it is in the NBA. The parameters are different. The penalties are built in against holdouts. There's just a lot different dynamics within the the system that's set up in, in the business plan. I don't think an agent could control a team like that. In other words, keep everybody from going there in the future. I just don't see that as happening. Football is just different for me, and I don't see how that could affect them in the long haul. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Mueller is right. I don't see that scenario playing out because why would you do this to a player? He does not want to be there. He has been lied to by the owner. Okay? And it it doesn't help anyone. Remember, the Houston Rockets in the NBA were like, hey, we're willing to get uncomfortable. We don't want to trade Harden. Like three weeks into the season, it's getting uncomfortable. They trade Harden. Like, do it now while you can get whatever you can. You've got to move on. I know he's a star player and you shouldn't trade stars. He don't want to be there. It's ugly. The owner lied to him. What do you? They just hired a 65-year-old guy who's never been a head coach. No disrespect to the old folks out there. 65, and it's not that old. It's old. Um, but, like, I, I just, what are you doing? I, I don't understand what you're doing bringing in a 65-year-old guy who's never been a coordinator. He was the passing game coach or, or the passing for the coordinator. For the Ravens, who <laughs> haven't been able to throw the football in years. Like, I, I'm sorry, guys. And I looked this up and talked about it on straight fire, okay? He, Cully was a holdover when Josh Allen was a rookie. After one season with Josh Allen, which was not good, they moved on from Cully, and they brought in Ken Dorsey. And look who's made a pretty nice rise in Buffalo, okay? Watson's going to call Allen and be like, yo, what's the deal with this guy? Well, he's a really nice guy. Dude, I don't want nice. I want to win Super Bowls. Get me the hell out of here. All right, one final hour left in the show. We got one more guest. We'll do some Stafford. Um, We'll do some populist uprising in the stock market. I just love it. I love it, people. And, of course, the Super Bowl. Keep it locked. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. 
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. New development this morning in the Deshaun Watson Houston Texans saga. Watson today has removed any mention of the Texans from his social media profiles, apparently the NFL equivalent of deleting Facebook pictures of your ex. In Major League Baseball, Ken Rosenthal reports the Colorado Rockies have agreed to trade all-star third baseman Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals, along with approximately $50 million in cash in exchange for a package of prospects. Bob Nightingale adds the Rockies and Cardinals say the trade will will not be finalized for days because of the complex financial aspects involved. Jason Stark reports Didi Gregorius has a two-year deal in place to return to the Phillies. Mets owner Steve Cohen today said he abruptly deleted his popular Twitter account because his family was getting personal threats unrelated to the Mets. Golf Victor Hovland has a one-shot lead going into the third round of the Farmers Insurance Open. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. Our number three here on Fox Sports Radio. Boys and girls, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you could do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 1-88-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
I, I guess the second best thing you could do with your phone is go make some Wall Street trades <laughs> on apps. Just don't do Robinhood. I'm telling you, avoid Robinhood, guys. Um, it is funny, and I listen. We've done sports for two hours. We could do two hours more. I'm watching college basketball tipping off off across the country. Who's that? Oklahoma against Alabama. Alabama ninth in the country in basketball. Huh. That's impressive. Iowa Sam, uh, obviously his Iowa Hawkeyes, a tough loss last mm, night yes, yes. to Illinois. How you holding up with the Garza defeat? Uh, it, you know, it was a, it was an incredibly entertaining game. Yeah, good game. Good game. Um, kind of expected that to happen. But Alabama, they've won 10 in a row. They're now like three games up in the SEC. They have two guys from Alabama on their roster who are leading this team. And just, they got four guys who shoot in the low teens, in the you know, point-wise, and just a really solid team. They they look like they're going to run away with the uh, SEC. Yeah, the kid Petty is really good. I remember him and Herb Jones, obviously very good. Um, I guess the big story in the SEC is Kentucky. Holy cow, are they bad? Yeah, they're like five and ten, I believe. So Kentucky's not going to the NCAA tournament. No, Duke and Carolina are both. I think not Duke's like great. a game above five hundred, but they're yeah. really struggling too. Carolina's in much better shape. Ca- Carolina's eleven and five. They've really turned it around. They have the last couple weeks. Yeah, um, but it's not a good year for the Blue Bloods. Um, in college basketball. You know, I hadn't totally thought of this uh, in leading up to the show. But this whole GameStop stuff, even if you guys are sick of it, hear me out on this for a second. So, essentially, I went and read the initial Wall Street Bets um, poster who 143 days, four months ago, realized by looking at the numbers, crunching the numbers that are all publicly available, that... GameStop was the greatest short burn of the century. It was like a one-time thing. And I just started thinking literally eight minutes ago, wow, you know, we're seeing guys from their home able to do this and identify something and capitalize. And I just wonder, I had asked Gavin during the break, you know, can we see something like this in sports? And he mentioned a gambling angle. And I'll take it a step further. We have seen some analytics moves in baseball. We have seen some analytics moves in the NBA, specifically the three-pointer. NFL, we've seen some stuff on, hey, early down passes, you've got to do that, stop with the early down runs. It just doesn't make sense, and the numbers say this. I wonder, how close are we, and Gavin and Sam, I'm curious what you think, how close are we to... Joe Blogger from his house identifying some interesting trends and those then being applied to a team like rather quickly and becoming a major factor. Now, I have heard um, Sam Hinkie, the uh, former Sixers GM, he did a podcast that was tremendous several months back and I, I listened to it and he said... He just loves smart things. He doesn't care if you read it in the newspaper, a magazine, a blog, Reddit, wherever. He likes it when people send him interesting stuff. And somebody had been posting something, finding an edge in the NBA, and he was blown away. And then the guy then posted something, I don't know, three weeks later, and essentially Sam Henke called the guy or reached out to him and was like, I'm going to hire you. And he hired the guy. Off of a couple blog posts. Now, he brought him in and went through the entire process. But he brought him in, 
I think the guy's still in Houston and has been there for like eight or nine years. And I, I, I'm assuming that guy was part of the team in Houston that identified the three-pointers and let's go small ball, blah, blah, blah. Listen, they didn't win a title, so what? They found an edge, they exploited it, and they rode it to some, uh, some glory. And James Harden definitely did winning an MVP and everything. I just wonder, Gavin and I, was him. This is the opportunity, right? This is our chance to identify something, an edge somewhere in sports, and get plugged from obscurity. I, I, I mean, I don't want to sound egotistical, but when I started the blog way back, it was like 2006, and I had seen that you no know, newspapers were really missing the internet. They didn't get it. And I was able to ride the website to some glory and was able to sell it, made a little bit of money. It was written about in the New York Times, blah, blah, blah. And other guys started blogs. I don't think a ton of sports blogs have sold. Um, and this does sound a little braggy. It, it, some have sold. Uh, I think True Hoop was acquired by ESPN. Um, I'm sure there are others. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. And, you know, there is a chance out there, guys. The small guy sitting at home right now, Gavin, if they, they can find something. Yeah. I mean, it, there it can are, be done. There are some some of the sharper betting guys do work for NFL teams. Yeah. I, I know that Warren Sharp, Warren Sharp works yep. with teams and uses his analytics to to explain what they need to be doing. So, yeah, I, I absolutely think that. And look, Brandon Staley talked about it in his press conference. There is so much information now available yep. just in your phone. And using that information, you know, digesting it all, you can do the same things that guys with the sharpest quants, right, in the stock world, all this stuff, that you can do the same thing from home. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I know people out there will relate to this, but there have been times where you're hanging out with friends or even your kids or your wife and you're staring at your phone. And something I picked up from that Sam Hinkey podcast was, Sam Hinkie mentioned this guy. He's the one who's, um, I think his last name is Anderson. He had started Netscape. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Mark Anderson? I'm probably, nope. Andreessen, I think is his name. Anyways, that guy's a billionaire at this point. But he often got caught looking at his phone in meetings and everything, and they'd be like, you know, can you, can you pay attention? And he said, you know, I'm sorry, but the smartest people on planet Earth developed this phone. The brightest and the best individuals are creating apps so we're hooked on our phone. I'm sorry that I'm not listening to you at this juncture because something some of the smartest and brightest and best individuals on planet Earth have put together have me looking at my phone. And like that was his out in some of these, say, stop looking at your phone. And he's got a pretty damn good point, okay? I got a lot of contacts that I've made, people that are much smarter than me who are sending me really interesting things that I may have missed. And I don't want to miss it because I'm not looking at my phone. There is a balance, yes, but I, I do think Gavin Gavin was right. We are at kind of an, uh, uh, one of those junctures where the internet's, what, 20, 25 years old? Something like that. And if you are able to find an edge, you can exploit it. Um, on the small potatoes scale, anybody can find something. Um, obviously, when money's involved, whether it's selling a website or... Um, you know, the stock market. Yeah, that, that stuff's massive. Now, when it hits the newspapers, it's pretty clearly you mostly miss the boat, right? That's when the general public hears about it. Um, 
Hell, you could even look at what happened at the Capitol on the 6th. That stuff was floating out there on the internet and the apps for weeks. Like, I'm not saying you should be plugged in and staring at your phone all the time, but there is a lot of good stuff out there. I don't know about you, Gavin and Sam, but at the end of the day, you know, it's like the kids are in bed. The wife and I are debating, should we watch a show on Netflix? Uh, Do we watch a movie? Do we just read? And I'll start to close my computer, and I see I've got like nine tabs open. And I'm like, shucks, man. There's some damn good stories. I just haven't been able to get to them. I'll just tell you, though. I still have them open right now. There is a story, and again, I don't know what value this is. Something that sounded interesting on Wired. It was a story titled, The Unsettling Truth About the Mostly Harmless Hiker. Listen to this selling uh, pitch. His emaciated body was discovered in a tent just a few miles from a major Florida highway. His identity and troubled past were discovered by the internet. Like, that's a story I want to read, and I've had it open now for, I don't know, two weeks, and I haven't got to it. Um, Then there's a story, uh, the points guy. Do you guys know about the credit card points guy? He created this empire where he looks at all the credit cards and finds where you can find the biggest edge. They're offering this. $5 for every dollar you spend, and you can fly free here and stay in free hotels. This guy's a fascinating individual. I'm reading about this guy. I'm way behind on it. And the latest one I have open is um, the New York Times uh, opinion piece, The Coup We Are Not Talking About. Now, I saw this from uh, Michael Mulvihill, one of the executives at Fox, tweeted this out. We can have democracy or we can have a surveillance society but we cannot have both. And this has been like a huge talking point for me and the wife lately because I'm sure you guys have seen in China, like you can't go into a grocery store uh, unless your temperature's checked. And in in other countries in the world, like they live in a surveillance society. And I go back and forth on this, Gavin, and I have a feeling we'll disagree, but like if you're not committing crimes and doing dumb stuff, like what do you have to worry about? Right. And then the counter to that as well, you never know who's going to be in power and who's going to control this and what they could do to you. And I don't know. I'm looking forward to reading the story, but I don't know. Like, I'm not totally against parts of a surveillance society. Talk me out of it, Gavin. Yeah. Well, look, I, the only part yeah. I agree with that on is on Twitter. You should have to have your name attached to it. 100%. Should, yeah. um, but the other thing this reminded me of your discussion about the guy at home being able to do this stuff is in Goodwill Hunting, and Matt Damon mm. gets an argument at the bar, and he goes, you know, you dropped 150 grand on an education you could have got at the library for buck <laughs> fifty in late charges. Yeah, you it's can exactly get that on YouTube feel. now. Exactly, yeah. It's crazy. I told you guys I signed my kids up for Tech ID, this coding class, and it's a little pricey, but- it's one-on-one uh, coding lessons with, uh, you know, a young, like, college kid who's with it and knows his stuff. And the wife and I are, like, in the next room, you know, obviously to make sure there's no weirdness going on. And there's none. And she actually listened to bulk of one and was like, you know, these guys are good, but, I mean, should we consider just looking on YouTube and this is free? And I, part of me is like, I, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, but YouTube, I'm very reluctant to YouTube just because you don't know. You know, I taught the kids, listen, if they don't have the check mark, these people probably don't know what the hell they're talking about. But a lot of these people from uh, Wall Street Bets, they don't have a check mark. So I, I go back and forth on the surveillance society, the who can you trust on the Internet. 
Um, it is still in its infancy, guys. We're what, 15 years in? Tw- I'm sorry, not 15. Probably tw- I remember getting on AOL dial-up in like 1996, I think. Um, 25 years is, con- okay, 25 years. And like, we, there's still a lot we don't know. There are very seedy parts. Um, I think my guess is what this New York Times column is about is, you know, democracy um, versus the surveillance state and not being able to have both. Like, I don't know. When, when I go on the internet, I, I don't want people yelling at me and MFing me and saying all this negative stuff the second I go on. And that speaks to Gavin like, yeah, put your name on it. You know, you can't walk down the street and have people just saying, hey, blah, 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 curse, curse. That doesn't happen. This is a society. You can't do that. You can't just roll up on people and curse at them and mother F them. Like, that doesn't, that's not a world we live in. And the internet shouldn't be like that. I think we're headed there, right? They're going to continue to clean it up. When they're kicking people off social media, you know, we've been waiting for that to happen for a while. It's starting to happen now, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those, it, it reminds me of the Patriot Act, right? There was mm. like good good intentions and all of it, but when you give people this power, yeah. wait till you see what they do with it. That's, so, you know, I mean, now there's there's not even other platforms you can go to because now those are getting taken down. Yeah. So there's uh, not even alternatives. Yeah, I, I think, uh, not to rehash the Sam Hinkie, um a quote from Sam Hinkie, I know I'm really saying great things about him, even though he was kind of, he didn't succeed in Philly with the process, but he says, um, power doesn't corrupt, it reveals. And I think that speaks to Gavin's like, yeah, listen, when you get in power and you can start calling the shots, it kind of reveals who you are. Our Patriot Act is a little scary. Well, and then the other thing is you don't realize that whether or not, where wherever you are on the president, the current president, that law is going to be there for the next president. Yeah. So it, it might be there for someone you like, but then it's going to be there for someone you don't like, and they can abuse that power. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's real ramifications. Look, this week was a lesson in look at the people at Robin Hood, and they said it is no longer a free market. It is no longer we make the rules here. We're going to switch it up. And a lot of people were saying this week, it's like if your team was down in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden they gave the other team an extra 10 minutes with the ball. <laughs> like, they just changed the rules. Yeah. So. Um, it, 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 a little weird that that can just happen, that they can just say, oh, we're stopping everything. Like, what? What kind of, I, I'm And I was a upset. part of that. I was a part oh, of that. you got frozen out? Yeah, because oh, I man. have Robin Hood, and we were all expecting it to skyrocket on Thursday. Mm. And it didn't be only because, and then you know what happened on Friday was it shot up to $400 five minutes into the, the stock exchange opening, right? And they, they, they did a halt on the stock. Really? They did a halt on GameStop, and then it went further, further down. Keeping so. the little man down. Yeah. All right, coming up next year. Uh, you know, we didn't really do sports that segment. I was Sam, does that bother you or no? I, I like that stuff. I like going off. No, no. A little bit. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, um, we'll get back to college basketball. By the way, some kid on Duke. Uh, Jalen Johnson just threw down a nasty poster on uh, on an unsuspecting kid from Clemson. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. It it will be everywhere on the internet probably within 30 seconds. It was unbelievable. Uh, anyways, coming up next, we will discuss the Super Bowl. Yes, it's eight days away. I'm very excited. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Thank God for the internet. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Who's this? Duke Dumont. Okay. So this is going to sound bad, Iowa Sam, before we get to the Super Bowl. You know where I'm getting a lot of my music from lately? People on, people on Instagram. I'll be go- scrolling sure. through stories, and someone will put music on, like, a video 
And I'm like, oh, this is a cool song. I've never heard this. And then I'll just go to iTunes, listen to it for like 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me get that. Do you Shazam it? Because if you don't know the name or, you know. No, no. On Instagram stories at the top, oh, they right. have show who, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. If so, you want some really cringeworthy music, you can go to TikTok. No, I don't. My wife is into TikTok. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, guys. I tried. I, I can't. I had the app and, you know, you could spend, you could think you're just looking at it briefly. And next thing you know, like thirty minutes have passed by because it just keeps feeding you right. videos. Can I can I just say something from yes, last yes, segment? Please. You were you were saying like, oh, I want to read all these stories. I've had this this story open in my on my computer for two weeks. I had this tab open. There's only so much time in the I day. Know. It's almost maddening when you try to fit in all these things. If I go on social media, I have so many things saved. I maybe get to like 15 percent of it, and I'll actually read those articles. But I go read the headline. I'm like, oh, I'm going to save that for later. And then at the end of the day, it's just overwhelming. So yeah. you just kind of have to draw a line, be like, work-life balance, you know, social right. media balance. You have to balance all these things out, get sleep, you know. There's wait, only so much time in the wait day. Wait until you get kids. Oh, then it's going to be Then, it's, then you're just going to have it. to shut off even completely. Well, especially in those first few years because it's super important. Now our ki- my kids are, what, eight and nine. So there is some, you know, they, they can hang by themselves and do their own thing. But- Anytime they want to do sports or anything that I need to, like, be with them. I want to shag rebounds or pitch them the, the ball in softball or whatever. And time is time is our most valuable resource, guys. And my thing is, I got this whoop. Have you, you guys have whoop by any chance? I've heard of it. I might have talked about it. My brother got it for it me for my week. birthday. Yeah. And it, it charts how much you sleep and all this information. And I'm realizing, like, I think I'm getting enough sleep. And according to whoop, I'm not. I'm getting like five and a half hours sleep. You know, like, you need more sleep every single night. Even though I'm in bed for like seven and a half, eight hours, uh, my sleep is not the level that it needs to be at. Because, you know, deep sleep versus little sleep. Do you feel rested, though? No, but I'm going to admit something. I was gassed on Thursday. I- I'm sorry, Wednesday. I was absolutely, because like you don't get good sleep for three nights in a row. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm just gassed. I laid down to read, and I fell asleep. This is at like 10.30 in the morning. I woke up two hours later, and I felt like a million dollars. For like the rest of the day, I was like, holy naps. Maybe, but like during football season, you can't take naps. Now, this was a slow week for sports. Um, I could take a quick nap in the middle of the day, but that's just difficult now. During football season, it's almost impossible. Once NBA, college basketball, once that lot of stuff gets ramped up, it's just so tough. But yeah, time is such a valuable resource, guys. You know, and again, you see these deaths. John Cheney lived a long, good life. John Thompson, long, good life. You know, um, who were the other ones, Gavin? We mentioned a Larry couple. King. Larry King. Like, I mean, Alex Trebek. Yeah, you're gone. It's over. John Thompson. Yeah. Recently. You mentioned him. You, you, I, I got to, you just, you want to do everything. I want it all. And why shouldn't I? We all should want all of it. I want to have all the fun. I want to play sports. I want to invest. I want to read about the smart investors. Um, I invested in that basketball team in Australia. We started the season 0-2, COVID game canceled tonight. Like, I've got so much going on, and I want more. I want it all. If you want a really crazy way to to get more reading in, I try to read 10 pages a day. That's Um, good. That's Honestly, that's a good start. You can get, uh, if you're into the electronic readers. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So they can make. They make uh, like waterproof covers. You can read in the shower, well, <laughs> so you're kind of getting both done. Okay, this is sad. I know. I, I, I know. listen to but... podcasts in the shower. <laughs> Just I, I have it like propped up right outside. Yeah, I'll take like a nine, eight or nine minute shower, and I've got a pot. Wife walks in and is always like, "What are you doing?" 
maybe sometimes you just need some silence to chill out. And I'm like, I've got stuff to do. Uh, I, I haven't worked out today. You know, like, I need, I just, I want to do stuff. I don't know. What are you saying, Sam? I just think today's society makes you, like, manic. Like, I, I feel exactly mm. how you feel. Like, I'll be like, I need to hit these things today. I gotta, and then I got to read this. And then I got to work out. I got to get my steps in. It's like, sometimes, you know, this is a weird comparison, but Steve Jobs would just be like, he just eat apples for, like, two months straight. He'd eat the same food, and he didn't. He's just like, that's what I want to eat. I don't know. It's like maybe you just gotta be like, all right, if I'm just working on my manuscripts or whatever, my 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 memoirs, then that's what I'm gonna do for the next two weeks straight. I, I, I will don't care tell about you, else. Uh, in terms of just getting a nice freeing feeling, when you're gonna go into the grocery store, something quick that might take ten minutes, just leave your phone in the car. And honestly, mm. when you get back, it just it feels good to you, not yeah not to be just not have that. And then you realize. You're not getting life-changing notifications yes. every 10, you know, you don't None need of it. it. matters. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a great point. I think leaving your phone, I, I don't like leaving it in the car or somebody steals it. Then yeah, I understand. Screwed. Maybe hide it a little bit. Yeah, maybe at your house, you leave it in one room and then don't go in that room for like 30 minutes. Um, all right. Boy, we've gone off the rails in hour number three. <laughs> I don't know if people like it. I haven't gone on social media to check. But coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Will Blackman, the wine MVP, former NFL DB, will bring him on, talk some sports. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Oh, Jason, what's trending? You were just talking about social media. Well, this morning in the latest chapter of the saga involving Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans, Watson today removed any mention of the Texans from his social media profiles. That's, again, the NFL equivalent of deleting pictures of your ex from Facebook. No word yet if Watson has changed his relationship status to it's complicated. Elsewhere, Detroit Lions head coach Dan Campbell told the Detroit Free Press today that the Lions have quite a few offers for longtime quarterback Matthew Stafford. Campbell saying, quote, it's pretty hot and heavy right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We the I I I not part of the quote. That was just me. Yes. We've got a, quite a few offers, and so it looks like we've got some trade partners. We're just trying to work out the best scenario and see what's best for us. Ultimately, I mean, we're mindful of trying to give him what he wants as well. But he also knows that listen, we're going to find the best value for the Detroit Lions and what's best for us. That's kind of what we're doing. Unquote. Again, it's pretty hot and heavy right now. In Major League Baseball, Ken Rosenthal reports the Colorado Rockies agreed to trade all-star third baseman Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals along with approximately $50 million in cash. Great cash, homie. Thank you, Randy. (laughs) In exchange for a package of prospects, Bob Nightingale adds that the Rockies and Cardinals told him today that the Arenado trade will not be finalized for a matter of days because of the complex financial aspect involved. Jason Stark reports Didi Gregorius has a two-year agreement in place to return to the Phillies. Mets owner Steve Cohen issued a statement today explaining why he abruptly deleted his popular Twitter account, saying, quote, I've really enjoyed the back and forth with Mets fans on Twitter, which was unfortunately overtaken this week by misinformation unrelated to the Mets that led to our family getting personal threats. So I'm going to take a break for now, unquote. Finally headed into the third round of the Farmers Insurance Open in golf, Victor Hovland has a one-shot lead at nine under par overall. Jason, I'm going to go uh, update my social media profiles. Back to you. Sure, sure you are, <laughs> Isaac. 
It's me, Jason McIntyre, back here live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. All right, our next guest is pretty famous for football and I think his his young son is like a big time model, and Will's also like into the wine. I saw he just got profiled in the Washington Post. My gosh, Will Blackman, how famous are you right now? Hold on, I'm, I'm watching uh, Ronaldo's free kick. So you got to hold on. Oh, like I, I, we we only have college hoops on here in the studio. Let us know if he converts. <laughs> uh, who are they playing? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a good kick right here. Hold on. <laughs> Now they're playing uh, Sampdoria. Hold on, wait. Here wow, goes. Here goes. Oh, all right, here we go. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, uh, you're excited the, about everything. <laughs> so uh, I gotta ask, like, if the casual fan listening is like, "Wow, Will pivoted from the NFL. He does a lot of media, and now he's doing like wine." Is how did this come about? Did you see like an edge, an opening in the wine market, and just decide I'm gonna pop into that? No, I didn't. I didn't really see an opportunity like that. The the thing for me is, um, obviously, I football playing in the NFL was my my number one dream, my goal, um, and obviously something I'm super passionate about. So after football, I was like, gosh, you know, I want to I want to do something that I'm passionate about. And yeah, sure, I can go coach. I had I have desires to work in a front office and you know do other things. And obviously, I want to still do TV. Um, hopefully, this year is more prosperous in that regards. But there was just something about wine, man, just the wine world that I really enjoyed in terms of like the history, the viticulture. It was all that, that I just, I just really enjoyed. And so just studying, I studied wine printers the whole time I was playing, but then it wasn't until like the end of my career where I started, you know, taking courses, going to class, getting certifications. And that really uh, sparked my interest to, to get involved. Um. So are you, I got to ask, as a wine guy, does this mean you're drinking every night? I see you promoting the brand on IG. Um, are are you drinking wine every single night? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, and wow. the, No, 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 but, but listen, here's the thing. Like, when I say that, people are like, oh, he's getting trash. I'm like, no, 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 honestly, no, no, I'm not saying you do. I just, like you said, the general public, they don't know. Yeah. So, like, when you're, when you go to tastings, they probably pour, like, one to two ounces, and that's pretty much what I do. I just have an ounce because... I get a lot of wine, you know, sent to me uh, for like my opinions or to see if I want to add it to my like, subscription. Or maybe I have a client that would enjoy that wine. So I always try it to give like honest feedback. Mm. You know what I mean? So rarely am I sitting there with a six to nine ounce glass getting blasted, you know. Yeah. Um, t- today I will be doing that. But um, <laughs> usually <laughs> I just I just try it just to get some information. You know, I'm actually studying. I'm studying for my level three. Uh, certification, which is in a few weeks. So I've been doing that all day. And I'm also in class at Sonoma State. They have a wine business institute, which I'm enrolled in that too. So wow. I'm, I'm pretty busy. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say the whole idea of getting trashed was awesome in my 20s. You know, um, sometimes, I mean, obviously it was not difficult for you to meet women because, you know, you're a big time athlete. Um, oh I was good at meeting women and I had good game, but my weakness, Will, was going up and approaching them. So I would I need never, to but drink But I never led. Here's the thing, though. I never led with football. Yeah, but ever. you're a like, big strapping dude, man. Well, then you should have gotten a gym. I, I Well, that's the thing. I didn't get in the gym for a while. But, like, once I met the girl, my game was good. But the whole, like, I was not, I'm going across the room to meet this girl. I see her. I'm just going to go kick game. I wasn't, that wasn't my skill. So I would have to, I would drink a lot. And that's when I would pull up. And, and my game was good. But 
Um, I don't know, Will. We're old now. I don't drink a lot anymore. I find myself, you got the young kids. Like, I don't want to oh, wake you, up hungover. I got. I want to hang with my kids. I want to work out. I want to exercise. I want to read. Can't no, do but any that's, of that. But that's to my point why I don't. Yeah. Because, you know? right, I'm husband i'm a i'm a father and also we're working every single day i need to be coherent you know yeah. and so even even when i am like tasting wine i have a, a spit bucket you know because i don't mm. want to i don't want to you know be lit up, especially if i'm hosting a tasting too i don't drink the wine either i have a spit bucket because i'm tr- i'm truly trying to evaluate the structure of the wine but anyhow speaking of wine i just bought um i just bought to's new wine Terrell Owens is in the game. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, eighty-one. Yeah, he told me. He told me when we trained together a couple of years ago. He was like, "Man, I'm about to get in the wine game. I know you're a big guy in the wine game." And so, he, yeah, he released it uh, last year, eighty-one Vino, and I ordered it yesterday. And we're gonna probably do something. Uh, and it's actually made by he partnered up with the Lasorda family, mm. um, and they made the wines for him. They're based out of Paso. So yeah, I'm excited to try nice. it. Uh, you know, the, I think the reason I wanted to have you on, I saw. Um, I think you you tweeted about something this week. It might have been the, the four, yeah the four most influential NBA players of the last thirty years, and somebody put it together. It was like Curry, Kobe, Jordan, and was LeBron on there? LeBron. Uh, why would you even guess that? I, 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 I think you have to put LeBron on. But people were upset that there was no Iverson or Shaq, and I think you were driving the Iverson bus. And I'm curious how influential. Yeah. It's debatable. The reason why I said you could probably interchange Iverson and Curry is because I just felt like from a – like there are so many guys who, who let alone just have permanent tattoos on their bodies because of Iverson. There are guys who are comfortable with braids and all these – just the whole um, street ball image, you know, in football because of Iverson. You know, and a lot of guys, you know, to this day are are influenced by Iverson. Now, I understand Curry changed the game as a whole in terms of like, man, just if you can hit the three ball, you're good. You know, he's the greatest shooter of all time. But then also I heard some good takes, you know, like Shaq could be up there, you know, for sure, in terms of revolutionize the big man. And then also, too, people said, hey, leave Curry, leave LeBron. You could kind of put Kobe and Jordan as one, yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Because essentially, right, they, they're they the same type of player, you know, in, in terms of how they are, and leave Curry, put Iverson, and obviously LeBron doesn't move. So it's it's a cool I, – I enjoy those cool healthy debates, you know, where I step out is where people are, like, pissed off about it. I'm like, bro, we can have a comfortable conversation, degree to disagree. It's all good. There's no one way to it. Like, those four are totally fine by me. Yeah. All right, let's go to the NFL. Super Bowl is in eight days. Uh, who's winning A and B? Um, I, I guess, is it a close game? I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking KC kind of rolls here. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm fine with either because Kansas City, that's the new dynasty. Like, Let's face it. like That's who it is. That's why Tom Brady went to the NFC because he know it's going to go to Kansas City and whoever he was with in the NFC is not beating Kansas City. Um, but also... I think it would be pretty cool to see Brady get number seven and get number seven and finally move on, you know. I know there's a lot of motivational factors for him. It's like, okay, obviously win one without Belichick, get number seven, and win one with another team like Peyton did, you know. Because mm. if anything, that's the one up Peyton has on him. He won with two teams, you know what mm. I'm saying. So I can see those things. I think it would be super cool because as much as people are tired of Brady, tired of him winning, I think it's super cool because that is the hardest thing to do is to keep winning. 
and then you go to another conference, another team, and you bring them right to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, to keep winning. Like, Jared Bacoyce, he made a really, really good point. I, I read uh, this morning or last night. He said, look, he said Tampa Bay was already a good, a really good team. Mm. He said, no, no, listen, listen. He said Tom Brady went over there and taught them how to win. Like, they already had, like, nucleus in terms of good players. They were 7-9 because Jameis threw 800 picks. Yeah, I mean, they hadn't made the playoffs in a while. But can Matt Stafford, okay, so can Matt Stafford, a guy who hasn't won like Brady, can he go somewhere and have a Brady-type impact and put a team from, hey, man, they're a top 10, 12 team in the league to, oh, snap, this is one of the five best teams in the league. Can Brady, uh, can Matt Stafford do that? Oh, no question. He can go to San Fran and do that instantly. Instantly. And then there's talks about possibly, you know, the Rams doing something crazy to find a way to get him. If that's the case, they're they're the favorites in the NFC. Yeah. Hands down. I would agree. No question about it. Um all right, last thought. Deshaun Watson ends up where? Jets. All right, my guy, Will Black. He goes to the Jets. <laughs> then my Jets are finally gonna be relevant. All right, Will I Black. Think the only, I think the only ones it makes sense in terms of like they they have, you know, all the assets to make that trade happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have all those things. And I just feel like Deshaun, he is, he's built for a big city like that. Mm. Like he's, he's, he's designed, like he, he is a total rock star. And I feel like everyone's not really appreciating the magnitude because of where he is in Houston. Yeah. You know? And, and I just feel like, yeah, he's just, he's just primed for that. And I believe that's really, really where he wants to go. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Will Blackman. That's a hell of a dude. The Wine MVP. Follow him on social media. Will, enjoy the weekend and, uh, you know, enjoy the hoops and uh, Ronaldo and all that fun stuff, man. I'm watching boxing tonight. Kayla Plant. Boxing. Jeez. Look at you. Every sport. All right, man. Take it easy. Hi, buddy. Will Blackman. Good guy. Sharp individual. Uh, Good follow on the gram. Coming up next, we will wrap up the show. It's me, Jason McIntyre on Fox Sports Radio. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. Red, red, wah. Good choice. Iowa Sam is on his game, as per usual. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Great show. Podcast will be up in uh, about 30. I saw just doing the uh, strut into the building, TJ Hushmanzada. You know, he's got that swagger walk, you know, like he owns the joint, like he's better than me at Domino's or something. Um, up on game next, LeVar Arrington. I had LeVar on straight fire this week. Um, LeVar Arrington, smart guy, sharp individual. Uh, Hushmanzada and, of course, Plaxico Burris. They have Achilles Smith, the former Bengals. Oof, I was, I was going to call him a bust, but then I just remembered. Hoosh played for the Bengals and may not like me saying that about Achilles Smith. Um, also going to have a legendary high school coach, Bruce Rollinson. He coached Matt Leinart. Mm. He coached JT Daniels, Bryce Young. The, you know, the Alabama, the next Alabama quarterback, his coach is coming on in just a couple hours. Wow. Is this an Orange County This connection? is a modern day, yeah. Okay. Santa Did he Anna coach uh, Mark Sanchez? Uh, no. He was Mission Viejo where I oh. went to school. But he did coach Matt Barkley, who just missed the Super Bowl this year. That's right. Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Interesting. Hey, uh, this is not football, but did you guys see the Luka Doncic quote from last night? This is so funny. I said yes uh, Thursday, boy, when is Luka Doncic going to start complaining about the roster? And Luka Doncic, they get waxed last night. I mean, they lose by like 40 to the Jazz, who didn't even have Donovan Mitchell. Luka Doncic. I would say right now it's looking like we don't care, honestly, if we win games or not. Yee. Yikes. They've lost four straight. Remember, Mavs were supposed to be we got next. And uh, listen, I know the NBA season's only at the quarter mark, but the West is so jumbled. And if you have um, COVID issues, as the Mavs have, you know, you're going to fall. They've lost four straight. Now, the Clippers had some COVID issues this week, and they didn't fall that much off the map. Paul George and Kawhi were back last night. Interesting, Gavin. I just realized. Show's almost over. We have not said the Lakers or LeBron once, have we? This is the first time. Wow. Lakers lost two in a row. I'm sure some people were tuning in just to hear me um, attack them for losing to the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, not going to happen, guys. Irrelevant. Um, Lakers had the best record in the NBA. By the way, Giannis and the Bucks. a situation I'm monitoring, let's just say. 11-7 and seven after another loss last night. They give up about 70 in the first half to the Pels. The NBA is just wacky, Gavin. I've stopped betting on the NBA, by the way. I had to stop. Just so much craziness happening. Um, I was phenomenal in bubble gambling and the playoffs. The track record was all my picks were posted on Fox Sports. It was one of my best NBA runs ever. And then I started to dabble this year, and I'm just like, the middle class is like 90% of the NBA, and nobody's really that good, and nobody's awful other than the Timberwolves, who are just absolute trash. Can you believe the Timberwolves took Anthony Edwards over Weissman and LaMelo just because they didn't want to upset Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Like, how dumb are the Timberwolves? Their pick next year, by the way, their number one pick, goes to the Warriors. So if it's top three, it's protected, and then the following year, not protected at all. Minnesota stinks, but nobody really cares about the NBA. It's hard. It's really hard to get into the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. The ratings have been good. Christmas Day, they were good. MLK Day, they were good. When you have Curry back, Durant, Harden, like, the league is good, but... I got to be honest, I'm with Gavin. Like, I was, I read way more about GameStop this week, excuse me, than I did about the NBA. I did Robin Hood stock trading, no sports betting this week. Ooh, <laughs> a little pivot. Now the football's over. Yeah. I'll say, guys, I think gambling is up to 20, what is it, 21 states? I would yeah, not it's be something shocked like that. by that... football season, September, if it's at like 30. And if you're not on the gambling gold rush, you got to get in on it. Oh, I was looking through the IPOs coming out because now I'm a stocks guy. Oh, yeah, you're a stocks guy. One Love of the it. IPOs coming out soon, Ro- Roblox. Roblox, yep. Yeah, we've been monitoring that. Apparently, it was supposed to come out, and they pushed the date back because uh, it's too long to get into. But apparently, Goldman Sachs or whoever was releasing the IPO, they were going to profit, and the guys who created Roblox were not going to profit as much. I don't know. I've still got some reading to well, do. I'm in on it just because of you. Yes, because Roblox you tell me about is it. a monster. Thank you, Iowa <laughs> Sam. Gavin, everybody, up on game is next. I'm out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. 
based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.